there, this is Peter Lewis with Money Talk Extra here on Radio 3. In today's programme, we're going to look at teenage money issues. Jimmy Lamb will speak to a young listener to hear about her financial concerns. And later in the show, I talk with the head of Hong Kong's Financial Dispute Resolution Centre to hear about what you can do if you have a financial or investment grievance. All the usual communication channels are open. You can email us at moneytalk at rthk.hk or message us on our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. We've discussed in previous episodes of Money Talk Extra about the importance of receiving financial education at a young age in order to avoid running into money problems later in life. But according to research conducted by the Education University of Hong Kong, 59% of Hong Kong teenagers struggle to cover their personal expenses and one-third of them run out of money for at least three months in a year. To help us understand more about teenage money issues... I'm with Maxwell Ho, lecturer at the Education University of Hong Kong. Good morning, Maxwell. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. So tell me a little bit about who did your survey contact? Uh, actually, we contact uh, 38 school. There are 1,300 students that are going to respond to our questionnaires. And then you can see that there are so many students, especially uh, there are 400 students also study the financial literacy curriculum. So these are basically teenagers at secondary school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of them from the secondary school. Yeah. And what sort of questions did you ask them? Um, most likely, we are going to ask for their financial knowledge, financial behavior, and also their financial attitudes. For the financial knowledge, most likely go to, uh, do you know what is the uh, financial spending ex- uh, parties, how to do the budgeting, and then do you know the consumer rights or something else like this? So it's really to find out a little bit about their knowledge and also about how they manage their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what did you find as a result of this survey? Um, it is quite interesting. First of all, we will ask them some uh, we so-called SES, uh, their social economic status. We find that our teenagers are quite rich. Most of them got uh, $1,000 a month or above. In, in pocket it money? It is a pocket money. That's only. pocket money. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. That's amazing. I still remember that when I in the secondary school. It's only around 200. That's and inflation come, for you. Yeah, that's really funny for me. And most importantly, we find that they have the strong sense of the financial management. Uh, they find that they, they have full of support from the school, parents, and even some other uh, Organizations just like the investor education centers, and then they have a rich financial knowledge. They know how to manage the budget, and then this is what we find. And then they even know how to uh, how to ensure they can protect their consumer rights. For example, what is uh, the consumer credit, their social responsibilities, something like that. But the problem is, we find that they know it, but they cannot do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So where are they getting this knowledge from? Is it being taught to them at schools or from uh, their parents or on the internet? Where do they find this information? Most of these information were from school. But it is very interesting that we find that the student who haven't studied the financial literacy education is just the same as the one who got these kind of curriculum at school. So they're we teaching were, themselves, really? Then. Yeah, they're already teaching themselves because you can see that there's so many advertisements, even the newspaper always talk about the financial education, financial literacy. They can just get these kind of information. And even the parents, they will teach them, but most of the information are from school. So you say they have the knowledge, mm. but then they don't put it into practice in general. So what's the blockage between knowing these things and then doing them? Yeah, 
uh, we, we try to uh, take out the reasons why. Uh, first of all, uh, the reasons we can find out because um, we ask them, did you have a target, financial goals? And then most of them say yes. So we ask them, okay, do you have a budget to achieve the financial goal? They say yes. Mm-hmm. And then we keep going asking them, okay, can you tell me that did you record your expenses every day? And they say no. Oh. And then, so here is the bro. That means they know how to do it, but they do not want to do it. Then we try to find it out. We find that they have a strong sense. That's why they believe that the expenses are too simple. They can remember all the expenses in their mind, but the fact is they can't manage it. Mm. And turn out they are, have an overspend habit because so- they thought they can handle. This is the sort of thing that adults do as well, though, don't they? Adults often, we find, don't write down their expenditure each month. And as a result, they're surprised about how much they are uh, spending on certain items. Yeah, exactly. This is what we find. That means even we try to teach them these things. It seems that this kind of habit is quite difficult to change. And then this is what we wanted to do in the future. We had to tell them how to add it out. So they make a budget don't calculate their expenses. As a result, what sort of problems does that typically lead to for teenagers? Do they end up overspending, for example? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. They have the problems of overspending. And then we ask them, so if you have the problems of overspending, then what would you do? We find that uh, our parents are too generous. So they give them more money. Yeah, they give them more money. So that doesn't really help you learn about the consequences of overspending. Yeah, yeah, they never have a consequence. That's the problems. So as a result, do the teenagers that you surveyed at school, do they typically tend to run out of money before the month's end or before the next amount of pocket money has arrived? Is that a, a common problem? Uh, it is quite interesting when you are going to ask me this question because we spot that they had the intention to do some saving. That's why most likely when they have their overspend experience, then after that month, most likely they will have some money to left and then to put it into the saving. And then after two to three months, they will overspend again. Seems that they save for spending, not save for achieving some long-term financial goals. And this is, again, something that many adults do. They save and then spend, save and spend, and as a result, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, 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 don't yeah, yeah. build up enough uh, in reserve. Yeah, yeah. especially, if I, I guess, the problem is nowadays we always promote the financial credit, uh, consumer credit, sorry, consumer credit. It is going to encourage our teenagers to save more then you can spend more in the future. If you do not have enough money, no worry. The you know the financial institutes just help you to cope with these kind of problems. They have these these kind of mindset. So, what would you recommend as a way in which teenagers can get over this habit of overspending, not saving enough? What should they do in your mind? Mm. Uh, honestly, uh, there are so many studies already find out that parents is very important. We always emphasize that financial education is about school and parents' collaboration. And then if we wanted to promote uh, some people that to change their financial behavior, basically, we need more practice with so-called experiential learning. Uh, teenagers should go to experience how to uh, 
how to do the searching for the price, searching for the consumer credit, to do more homework before they spend. And then this kind of experience and investigation going to simulate their thinking. Then after they've spent their money, they should do some refreshing as well. So I recommend that the parents should go to make a financial plan with their children for their spending. And also the schools should integrate the family contest to the school-based curriculum to make sure that it is going to fit their student needs instead of going to use the centralized curriculum and materials. Then honestly, when you are going to learn something that not really related to your daily life, you do not interest in it in apps. Is that right? Maxwell, that's very good advice indeed. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. That was Maxwell Ho from the Education University of Hong Kong.